you're joining us online, we'd like to welcome you. And from all of your family here at Connect Church, we want to say if you're ever in our area, we would love to have you at one of our services. Please do come. We'd love to have you here. And if our messages have blessed you, do write and let us know. Church, can we say a big hello to those who are watching us online? God bless you. I want to uh, share from a scripture in Exodus uh, today, and I've, I've called this a message, Another Night with the Frogs. Everybody say, Another Night with the Frogs. Turn to your neighbor and say, Another Night with the Frogs. Turn to the person on the other side, your second choice, and say, Another Night with the Frogs. We're talking about frogs today, so I want to apologize to you if you have a frog phobia here today. This is going to be a distressing message to you, but I pray as we get through, you're going to be fine on the other side of this. So I pray this message would certainly encourage you as you walk out, because how many know we don't just want to do religion? We want to go out different than how we came in. Now, that's a fantastic place to say, amen, preacher. Oh, Lord, Jesus, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I just want to give you, I'm going to be preaching out of Exodus chapter 8, another night with the frogs. And I want to give you some background around the context of that situation. So in this particular story of the Bible, if you know it and familiar with it, you know, the people of Israel have been stuck in bondage, stuck in slavery for 400 years. That's a long time. Everybody say long time. It's a long time. 400 years they have been in slavery. And so they're crying out to God. They're saying, God, we can set us free of this. And God speaks to this man named Moses. And Moses, he was God's dude for the time. He was God's man for the time. And God says to Moses, I want you to go to the Pharaoh. And say, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, let my people go. You know the song, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, oh, Oh, that was okay. It was sort of all right. And uh, oh, it's a, like a Beach Boys one, uh, Al. It's not in the heavy metal sort of class of uh, uh, he's like <laughs> a different kind of music. So the, 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 here, here, here he is. Okay, saying, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, let my people go. And, and Pharaoh's like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. It's not happening. It's not going. I'm not letting your people go. In fact, another version of the Bible says the Pharaoh was unyielding. He was un- he's just like, no, no, I don't care what you do. So what happens is God then unleashes these 10 plagues, these 10 plagues upon the nation of Egypt, one after the other. And all of these plagues, he does one, hoping that Pharaoh will change his mind. He doesn't, and he does two, three, four, and five, hoping that Pharaoh will change his mind and eventually let the people go. And so the plague that we're talking about today is the second plague, the plague of frogs. Everybody say another night with the frogs. This is the plague of frogs. And so I'm reading from, I'm reading from Exodus chapter 8, verse 8, and here's how it goes. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go back to Pharaoh and announce to him, This is what the Lord says. Let my people go so they can worship me. Friend, I want to tell you, if you're stuck in bondage today, if you're stuck in situation, do you know why God wants you to get out of that situation? That you can worship Him freely. That you can worship Him. Lord, let me go. Whatever is holding you, whatever is... Oh, I'm preaching good. Whatever is holding you, whatever is binding you, God wants you to let, let it go. So you might worship Him. Hallelujah. Good preaching, Adam. Thank you very much. 
The Lord said, go back to Pharaoh and announce to him, this is what the Lord says, let my people go so they can worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs across the entire land. The Nile River will swarm with frogs. They will come up out of the river and into, they're going to come up out and into your palace, even into your bedroom and onto your bed. They will enter the houses of all your officials and your people, and they will even jump into your ovens. I mean, silly frogs jumping into ovens, not very smart, but they will even jump into your ovens and your kneading bowls where you make your bread into your bread makers. Frogs will then jump on you and your people and all your officials. Then the Lord, in verse 5, said this. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, raise the staff in your hand over all the rivers. So when it talks about raise, if you're new to the Bible, when it talks about raise the staff, it's not saying, hey, get the staff together and we're going to talk to the staff. Okay, staff was a big sort of stick. I'm just, just, just trying to clarify the Bible there. Yeah, he got all the staff together and said, right, guys, let's, uh, let's get these frogs up uh, and make that happen. So tell Aaron to raise the staff in your hand over all the rivers and canals and ponds of Egypt and bring up the frogs. Sort of like a movie, isn't it? Over all the land. So Aaron raised his hand over the waters of Egypt and the frogs came up and covered the whole land. And when we think about this, you know, one or two frogs are kind of cute, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, kind of frog, a little frog. You know, who doesn't love Kermit? Come on. Who doesn't love Kermit? Anybody love Kermit here today? Be honest. We all love Kermit. One or two frogs. Some of you men don't want to admit it. I know you love Kermit. But frogs are kind of kind of cute. We've all been at school, primary school, done the experiment, you know, with a little tadpole and all that, and go and watch the tadpole turn into a frog, and it's kind of cool, and that's cool. And, and, you know, maybe that was like what it was in Egypt, you know, when they get, uh, you know, when they get tired or whatever after school, they've been learning Egyptian, and they just go for a while down to the Nile. It's a little rap, yeah. And then, they, and then they look at the tadpoles and, and see the frogs and all that type of thing. Nobody minds one or two frogs. Nobody minds one or two frogs. I mean, I, I've even eaten frogs. Anybody else here eaten frogs? There was quite a few in the previous service. Yes, thank you. Thank, I see that hand. I see that hand. Shame on you for eating. No, no, no. There's little bitty frogs. I've eaten frogs. I thought it was chicken. Anita whipped up a frog curry one time because in India what happens when the monsoon comes, when the monsoon comes, uh, you know, all year these frogs have been underground and when the monsoon comes, all the frogs, they start coming up out of the ground and they start, and you can just literally go down and you can pick them up and put them uh, in a sack. I was feeling unwell and I've got to admit in the last service I said Anita tricked me. She didn't trick me. I snuck into the kitchen thinking it was chicken. These frogs' legs look like chicken. And they taste like chicken. I thought she'd taken the chicken. I was like, where's the chicken? She's like, there's no chicken, only frog. Yeah, but they were delicious. Frogs, they, they taste like chicken. I don't mind one or two frogs. No problem. They taste, they taste fine. Do try them. Do try them. Next time you come around for a lunch, or, oh, no, no, don't worry. You just don't panic. But we're not talking a few frogs here. We're talking about a frog fest. Frogs were... Everywhere. I mean, they were covering the whole land. Verse 6 says, Frogs came up and covered the entire land. That means what? They were everywhere. They were everywhere. They covered Egypt. I mean, the, 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 the pyramids, all the tourists were at the pyramids at night, and suddenly the lights came on. The pyramids were green. 
Why? Because they were covered in frogs. They were everywhere. They covered the entire, entire land. It was like that movie, you, I don't know if you've seen it, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think most of us would have, uh, would have seen it. And, and, and you, you, you know Harrison Ford, remember he's he near the pyramids and he lifts up that big hatch to get down into the tomb. And somebody says, what is that moving down there? And he has a look and he throws his torch down and all the snakes are going everywhere. Well, it wasn't snakes, it was frogs. They were everywhere. Frogs were everywhere. They were all over the place. You couldn't get away uh, from them. And, and you, you got to understand, this was affecting every area of society. It was affecting every, everything. I mean, uh, the, the Egyptian movie industry was, was, was making movies about it, Frogs on the Plane. Have you, uh, you know that movie? And I know you're saying, oh, they didn't have planes in those days. Not that type of plane. I'm talking about the plane of the desert out there, frogs on the plane. <laughs> I thought that up myself pretty good, eh? Planet of the frogs. Superman versus frogman. I mean, these were, these were the moves that was affecting every part of life. You know, kids, they'd be out, they're trying to, do their selfies and whatever to get on Instagram. And every photo they would take, there was a frog going like this in the, in the background. You just could not get away from the frogs. The Bible says they would come up into your palace, into your homes, into every area. They would get into every cupboard and every nook and every cranny. And it wasn't just your, your lounge. I mean, when visitors come to your home, you let them see your lounge. You don't take them into your, your, your bedroom. But the, the Bible says they even went into their bedroom. They didn't only just go into the bedroom and into your closet. The Bible says they got onto your bed. They were onto your bed. And not only that, you, you know, you can imagine at night those days they didn't have uh, the lights, the candle. They blow the candle out and, 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 and you get into bed and, and suddenly you feel little tickles down by your, your, your feet. And you're like, oh, honey, playing footsies, playing footsies, footsies. She's like, no, that's not me. If it ain't you, then who? Frogs everywhere, all throughout every part of the house. They're everywhere. Got into your ovens. You know, your wife's cooking you a nice camel roast. And, 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 and you're just getting it all carved up. And, and, and suddenly there's all these fried frogs in your, your, your roast. I've had green things fried in our roast one time. Can I tell that story? That's a good, that's a good story. Anita, when she first came to New Zealand, said, uh, what do you want for dinner? I said, I'd, I'd love a roast. She's like, okay, how do you cook it? I said, you just take everything, put it in the pan and cook it. So she puts the roast in the pan, puts the potatoes in the pan, puts the peas in the pan, the green peas. When they came out, I, I was like, what are all these black pellets all over the... She cooked the peas for about five hours, and they were like, they were like you could use them for bullets. So I know it's like this. So, so you imagine they're eating the camel roast. It's like, it's like everywhere, man. It's like everywhere in, the, in that situation. There's in their kneading bowls, you know. People are eating their bread, thinking they've got like say, whole meal seeds in there, bits of green seeds, and they're just frogs. I mean, they've been all caught up in the kneading process. They were everywhere. In every area of their life, wherever you walked, it was squishy underfoot when you went to Pharaoh's Health Club and you're on the treadmill. You couldn't help but just squish, squish, squish. Turn to your neighbor and say, another night with the frogs. You try and wash your face, you go to 
Grab it. Oh, frogs. <laughs> Little of the night, you go to sit in the loo and poor frogs <laughs> everywhere. They're everywhere. It says they will jump up on you and your people. They will jump up. The frogs will jump up. I don't know if you've ever had an insect jump up on you. But it says they will jump up on you and your people. They won't just leave you alone. They will jump on you. In fact, it got so bad that Mrs. Farrow wasn't talking to Mr. Farrow anymore. I mean, they were just having arguments. It was just doing terrible things in their relationship. And so she got so mad. And how many know when your wife gets mad, you've got to do something about it? So, and thank you, Al, for your honesty. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. The rest of you are liars and just trying to be. Oh, let me say again, men. Come on. How many know when your wife gets mad, you've got to do something about it? Come on. Be honest. Be honest there. Still liars. Mrs. Farrow wasn't talking to Mr. Farrow. She got so mad because those frogs, they were getting in her makeup. They were in her purse. And so Farrow makes a desperate 111 call to Moses. He makes an emergency call to Moses, the Terminator, exterminator, and says, can you come and get rid of these frogs? In verse 8, it says this, then Farrow summoned Moses and Aaron and begged. You ever got into a situation so bad that you begged that it would change? Begged that it would shift, begged that that situation would move. It says, he pleaded with the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people. I will let your people go so they can offer sacrifices to the Lord. Now watch this. I want you to get this. Moses says to the Pharaoh, well, then you set the time. You set the time, Moses replied. You tell me when. You tell me, you set the time, you set the place, you tell me when you want me to pray for you. When do you want me to pray for you? You set the time, you tell me when. Tap your neighbor and say, he asked to be told. He asked to be told, tell me when. You've got this stuff plaguing you. You tell me when you want them gone. You tell me when you want me to clear all this up for you. It says, tell me when you want me to pray for you, your officials and your people. Then you and your houses will be rid of the frogs. They will remain only in the Nile River. Moses saying to Pharaoh, you set the time, you, you set the place, you tell me, you tell me when. And the Pharaoh's response is very interesting. In verse 10, he says this, listen, he says, do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. That's a pretty strange response for something that's plaguing you, for something that's jumping on you, for something that's getting into you. That's a pretty strange response. I mean, I've given you that one, one, one call, and I've said, I'm begging you, do, do, do something about it. And so, 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 so Moses turns up, and he's got his mask on, and he's got his staff with him, and he's got his, he's got his little pump thing there. Hi, Moses here, the exterminator. You, you want some frogs to be got rid of. You need them to be got rid of. And, and, and you tell me when you want me, the terminator exterminator, to take care of these frogs. You, you, tell, you tell me, and Pharaoh says, tomorrow. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Imagine, imagine if that was our, our home, and it was full of frogs, and my wife's in the fetal position, and <laughs> kids are crying, and 
the exterminator turns up, the very person who can get rid of these frogs and, and, and says, well, you tell me when. When do you want me to come? I've got my car here. I've got my truck here. The whole truck's here. Got all my gear. You just tell me when. When do you want it done? If I said tomorrow, how many know I wouldn't be alive the next day? I mean, it's just, I, I, I'd be a dead man. It's crazy. Tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. What was, what, what was Farrah doing there? I'll, I'll tell you what he was doing there. He was putting off till tomorrow what he should be dealing with today. Boom, drop the mic. He was putting off till tomorrow what he should be dealing with today. I'll just do one more. Come on, you can say it with me. One more night with the frogs. I'll just do one more night. I mean, it's plaguing you, it's driving you insane, but I'll just do one more night with the frogs. Listen, today's complacency is tomorrow's captivity. Today's complacency is tomorrow's captivity. What are you putting off till tomorrow that you should be dealing with today? What are you putting off till tomorrow what you should be dealing with today. What in your life are you putting off to tomorrow that you need to be working on today? I've said it many times over the years, you will live with what you tolerate. What are you tolerating in your life? What are you putting up with? What is plaguing you? What is, what is jumping on you? What is, what, what is that stuff that's getting on? And what are you putting up with till tomorrow that you should be dealing with today because here's the thing is God asking the same question to us today you tell me when when do you want to be free of that thing when do you want to see your life change when do you want healing for that when do you want when do you want that situation to change he's like saying to you today what what you tell me when you tell me when ever wonder why Jesus asked people do you want to be healed it's like duh why, why would Jesus ask that? Because sometimes we, we just don't want to be healed. I mean, I've got to be honest about my life. Sometimes I, I, I can be sick and glad. Because I'm just like, oh, it gives me a couple of days off. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Some of you have done it too. Don't you look at me. You all got issues. I don't know. I'm just being honest. But so I'll pray for you. No. Tomorrow. Just one more night with the flu will do. Because what, what, what we're like, oh, no, it's just kind of cool. I'll take a day off. I need it. So Jesus would ask people, do you want to be healed? Because some people don't, don't want to. And some of you got stuff in your life, and, and, and God's saying, well, when do you want me to take care of that? It's jumping up on you. It's, it's in every area of your your life, I mean, it doesn't matter what room it goes that you're carrying it with you. It's jumping up on you. It's got, and, 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 and uh, when do you want me to take care of it for you? Because I'm ready to do it. I've got my gear. I've got the anointing. I've got the, uh, I, I, I mean, I've got the altar. I've got the, I, I got the place for it. But you, you tell me. You decide. You decide. It's your choice. Sometimes opportunities are given for, for, for places to people to receive for a prayer, but people go, no, 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 just, it's not me. It's not me. And, and I'll, you know, God, I'll, I'll let God do it some other time. No, 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 no. What are you putting off to tomorrow, what you should be dealing with 
today? What's jumping up on you? What's, what's creeping up on you? What's, what, what's, what's surrounding areas of your, your life? Maybe you're here today and you haven't got a frog phobia. So let's make it in the New Zealand context. I mean, what's the biggest insect we kind of have in New Zealand? Let's say the wetter. Thank you. That, that, that confirmed it. That, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, don't put any in the bed, okay? <laughs> but you imagine wetters, man. Wetters. I don't know about you. I, I, I don't like wetters. I mean, I like them, but they're not. like I don't like them crawling on me. I mean, you know, I wouldn't want to put in my shoes on and there's a wetter in there. You, you can imagine. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to open my bed covers and find wetters. Where does that? I certainly wouldn't want to sit on the toilet and go, whoa, whoa, what's that? A wetter. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's kind of got a, not intended, but it works. <laughs> Cut that out of the tape. No, it says, but imagine, uh, wetters everywhere. Wetter you're inside or wetter you're outside. <laughs> Everywhere, they're just in every every place. How freaky would that be? How freaky would that be? Have you ever had big insects crawl over you? I have. In India, one time we were living in a house called Sharm Sundar, and it was so hot. It was like forty-seven degrees in the in the summer, and, and it was stinking, stinking hot. And and um, we were getting these big cockroaches. Now, when I'm saying big cockroaches, I'm talking big cockroaches. Okay, <laughs> these guys rode Harleys. And they wore gang patches. I mean, they were, they were mean, mean-ass cockroaches. They were big. And these cockroaches, I thought, we've got to get rid of these cockroaches. I can't have these 10 cockroaches. They'd always come out, like, in the evening, eh, when it gets stinking hot. And, and, and they'd come out and just, just like, <gasps> give us a break, you know. I don't know if they smoked or not. I don't know, whatever. It was just difficult. It was just difficult down there in the drain. And so they'd come up in the heat. And I thought, we've got to get rid of these 10 cockroaches, man. And so, so I got this bomb thing. And uh, I was just like, no, we're going to do it. And I put it under the sink um, in the house we had in India. And the sinks are different uh, than how, how they are how they are here. But so anyway, we set the bomb. We were just sitting there just watching. And like, this will be cool. Let's see the 10 cockroaches come out. And then suddenly it was, you could play the music. And suddenly like a million cockroaches came out. They're like just this army. And, 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 and I mean, everyone was screaming then. That was just the men. But it was just the, just, ow! I mean, they were crying, jumping on our legs. And, 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 and I mean, they were just like thousands of them. Imagine wetters doing, doing that. And you imagine they're doing that and, and they're, they're in your house and the exterminator man turns up and, and he says, look, I heard you got a cockroach problem. I heard you got a weather problem. I heard you got a frog problem. And you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I've got all my gear, my truck's out the back. What would you like me to do? And I said, come back tomorrow. How many know the divorce papers would be there? Because <laughs> I'm putting off till tomorrow what I should be dealing with. Today, what's jumping on you? What's what's climbing on you? What's what's what, what what what's what's getting in your bed and getting in your head and making you think different? Everybody say one more night with the frogs. 
It's like you tell me. You tell me when you want to be, this to be gone. You tell me when you want it to be sorted. I'm going to ask you today. Are you tolerating some frogs in your life? Yeah, Lord. Is there some wetters jumping up and down? And, or some cockroaches that are in your life? Maybe no one else sees them or nobody else knows they're there, but you know. You know. You're tolerating some frogs in your life. You maybe, maybe even you, like Pharaoh, you've begged God. You've begged God. You said, God, you've begged him. And so I say, yeah. he'll say, well, you tell me when. When do you, when, when do you, when, when do you want it gone? And we say tomorrow. Why not say today? Why, why not? Why, why couldn't it be today? Why, why couldn't it be now? asking the question when, when do you want me to do it when do you want me to heal you when do you want me to change you when do you want me to shift that thing when do you want me to stop that thing from jumping up and down on you when do you want me uh, that, that thing that's in your bed and in your head when, when do you want that when, when do you want that sorted you tell uh, me you tell me tell you for what was it like 30 years or something 30 years i've been struggling with it and he said he felt the lord even this week had spoken to him i'm going to deal with that this week i'm going to deal with that uh, this week and he came up and we were able to pray and break that over his life what about you what frogs what things are jumping up moment I'm going to make this a, it's an altar just as we call it an altar it's really a place that they say we we set aside in traditional churches an altar is what you build before God the place of sacrifice the place of letting go but I'm calling it an altar as well today because 
by coming forward and saying, yes, God, do something in my life today. It might alter the course of your destiny. It might alter and change your situation. It might alter that thing that you've been stuck in for so long. It might alter all that you've been thinking when your life's been heading in this direction and you want it to go in that direction. It might alter your situation. Would you allow God to alter your situation today? frogs do you need to deal with? Fear? Unforgiveness? Oh man, those people did that. I was eight years old, but they did that to me. Who's it holding now? They're gone. They're doing their own thing. But it's got you. jumping up on you. I mean, maybe it goes away for a lot and then it jumps on you again. Why not today? This altar deal with the frog, the exterminator terminator is here. He's got the ability. He's saying, when do you want me to do it? Do you want me to do it now? I'll do it now. I'll do it now. I'll do it now. Do you want me to do it now? I'll do it now. With every head bowed and every eye closed right now. If you know, man, there are maybe frogs of fear, maybe frogs of bitterness, maybe frogs of unforgiveness, maybe frogs of just stuff in your life that you think should be be different, that you need to see changed, and patterns in your life that you need to see see changed. Every head bowed and every eye closed, the Spirit of God is speaking to you, even right now. Even right now, He's, he's saying, take care of that frog. Let's, let's do it. Get rid of it. You know it. Your heart's beating right now. You know you need to get rid of that thing. You need to know you need to take care of it. You know, he's been maybe even like that person in the earlier service. God's been talking to you about it. Maybe even this week, say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deal with it. I'm going to, this thing's been plaguing you. I'm going to deal with it. I'm here. When do you want me to deal with it? He's saying, I'm ready to do it right now. I've got all my gear. I've got all my stuff. But when we say to him, do it now get rid of these frogs in my life. And so I want, just as we begin to sing that song, Hosanna again. It talks about take my heart and make it clean. Maybe you need a clean heart. Maybe you need a, maybe you need a, just just a wash or whatever it is, the stuff of those frogs has got on you. Well, I want to ask you, would you come? Would you come to this altar? and allow God to alter your situation? Would you come to this altar and allow God to effectively remove what needs to be removed? Don't wait in your chair now. Start to come. Start to come. If that's you, come and receive what God has for you. Don't wait.